Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout. This is episode number 78 for Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. My name is Marty Sleeve, and I'm joined by Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. How are you guys doing? Good. I didn't get it. I didn't get murdered over whatchamacallit. Over the candy bar, or whatchamacallit? Yeah, Hogwarts, <laughs> uh, which is a top tier candy bar that didn't get murdered during the Hogwarts CP stream. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm proud of you. I mean, it was, it was a, a zero punctuation stream, so it, it would be. There would have to be a murderer in your house. In <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be very odd. Yeah, that's somehow. a bigger. I think you that's a bigger problem. I, I don't think Barry liked it though, because he did pee on my floor after the stream was done. So Good. is there Barry, is there anything Barry that Barry right. does like? I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like Barry is trying to tell you something. I, you, you know, I think he just tolerates me, and then he pees on my floor when he doesn't. <laughs> Barry's just waiting for you to move out first. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Breakout. Thank you all so much for joining us, uh, everyone on YouTube, everyone on Twitch. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we have a great show for you today. Uh, we got a bunch of little things to talk about, um, including uh, just a few days after our uh, uh, show centered around the year anniversary of Elden Ring, unceremoniously, uh, Elden Ring expansion slash DLC Shadow of the Earth Tree was revealed <laughs> in a simple tweet. Which was very nice, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, an embargo lifted for uh, a bunch of previews and, and interviews and stories about Final Fantasy sixteen. And one interesting thing I pulled from it was um, the developers uh, really not wanting to refer to the game as a JRPG. And then kind of a greater conversation that's bubbled up around the term JRPG, which I found kind of fascinating. So I want to break that down a little bit. Get your thoughts on it. Um, it is also um, it's the, the 10th anniversary of one of the biggest video game disasters Um that I can remember. So we'll be talking about that. And as you can see, our, our big topic, uh, we've never talked about this before, <laughs> but sometimes we're, we can be a little disappointed by AAA games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Breaking new know, ground here. You know what? ESPN, they got to talk about LeBron every single night. Yeah. Like, no, even if LeBron's not playing, they got to be like, well, fuck. Like, LeBron's got to be doing something. Like, what's LeBron up to? Like, sir, <laughs> basketball is not coming back for several months. Well, He's going to be in a Space Jam film. So, uh, well, we're going to talk about that, uh, sort of piggybacking off the um, big gameplay reveal of the Suicide Squad last week that I don't, with I don't know a single person who came out of there excited, more excited than before. So um, kind of talking about that and seeing if that's something kind of indicative uh, to the industry at large. Um, and yeah, get your get your super chats, get your donos in throughout the stream. We'll read out your comments. And John Blee, thank you so much for subbing up, uh, resubbing your tier uh, over on Twitch. 72 months. That's, I think that's the biggest number I've seen on Twitch. 72 months? That's, that's a lot of months. I haven't been alive that long. Oh, weird. The title uh, I so changed the title over on Twitch. It didn't change when I saved Speaking it. of anniversaries, hell over there. That's that's six six years. Six times 12 is 72. Ooh, who did that that's math so six quick? Years? Was it you? <laughs> it was me. I did. Is that, the, <laughs> is that the same amount of years you haven't fixed your closet? Uh, no, this has been <laughs> well, this broke at some point. I was living in San Francisco, it worked when I was in high school, and then it didn't work when I came that was back. more than six years ago during, during the pandemic. I was, I got, I graduated high school more than six years okay. ago. <laughs> yeah, just I, wanted I, to confirm, just, 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 just wanted to confirm you're old. Yes, yeah, yeah, we all know Nick graduated like did you graduate four and a half six years, years ago? ago. Me, yeah, I had my 10 year anniversary this year, so that's more than six. I know I'm old too. It's fine. Um, you know, you don't know what old is. I found it. I found it. I, I sound found like a, I'm like a fucking alchemist or something. That's like hundreds of years. I found You're about to teach him what old is. Is what it sounded like. <laughs> I found a gray hair in my nostrils. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Yeah, you should. I saved it in a bag. For for who? 
For who uh, needs for that? I, I'm going to bring it to Milwaukee as a, a welcome gift. Oh, man. You're going to get beat up in Milwaukee. <laughs> if it's, if not by one of us, but by, then by a stranger. Just... <laughs> <laughs> just uh, those Milwaukee bullies. I, just, yeah, Milwaukee bullies. I want to yeah. be beat up by the statue that everybody keeps talking of, about. Of the Fonz. Yeah. Of Henry Winkler? Yeah. Yeah. Henry Winkler would beat the shit out of you. Sweet. Uh, oh, Amy Amy said she'll be the one who beats you up. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, we, we spent a lot of last week talking about um, Elden Ring. It's one year anniversary, how it feels like um, no game has kind of captured this, the same amount of attention and conversation that it has since then. And then, uh, like clockwork, um, earlier this week, we we awoke to uh, just a simple tweet from from Soft and, and uh, Bandai Namco saying that um, Elden Ring Shadow of the Erd Tree is in development, and it had a single piece of art. Which the official piece of art is like fucking like two gigabytes. It is the <laughs> biggest piece of art. Like you can you can zoom yeah. in and you can see brush strokes and in pixels Jeez. it's not even it's not even doesn't even have brush strokes but you can see them all it's 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 wonderful um but yeah they didn't give any details of when this is coming out if this is uh you know if they've just started development if this is something they've been working on for the past year um the size of it but um again given sort of uh from software's previous history with um dlc and expansions they've usually been something pretty meaty so um i guess did you guys have any any kind of first thoughts on this is this is this something that's going to get you to back uh, hop back into the game just that we summoned another thing into existence we gotta do a podcast. It was also the year anniversary, no, so I think that, that also summoned. has not, has nothing to do with it. Okay, uh, we gotta we gotta do a podcast on Viva Pinata so we can summon that third you game talk into about existence. Viva Pinata all the time. Yeah, that has yeah. not worked yet. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I mention it, it's a more another chance it's gonna happen, and I'll be right. <laughs> Better chance to find another gray hair in your nose, like a little old, like a little like a little old man. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that the uh, it is one of the ten most liked gaming tweets Hell in yeah. history. Um, Wait, which, where, where's the rest of that list? I didn't know there was a list of the most liked gaming tweets. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I did no research past someone <laughs> saying that, so I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it, it has 38 million views, apparently, which is a lot. For a picture? Yeah, almost 400,000 uh, yeah. likes, which which seems... Which seems you know how cra- do you know how crazy that is? Like, I, I, I work in, like, social media engagement now like for you to get that many people to look at a picture is unheard of that's that's because the picture was so big (laughs) (laughs) we got to make our pictures bigger yeah it's probably just probably like 32 million times trying to load it up (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah the uh the image shows um a a a a long-haired blonde character riding um, in a traditionally feminine style on what seems to be torrent mm. horse uh, through a large wheat field, which doesn't look like any location we saw in the game with, with um, sort of these ghosts, these like ghost uh, uh, tombstones popping up all over the place. And then um, in the background, we can see the Erd tree or an Erd tree or something like that. But it seems like it is kind of being devoured by dark rot or that there are two trees sort of um, tying Making together more like trees. DNA. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, when, two, <laughs> when one tree really likes another tree, <laughs> down. Um, some of the speculation was that the the character on on horseback is Mikila, which is uh, the uh, brother of Millennia. Uh, although that family uh, kind of like transcends gender, given I believe their their mother and father is the same being. Um, 
so it's very right. the lore the lore <laughs> in this game is very confusing um but it seems like that may have been the original owner of torrent because we don't know anything about torrent we just we started the game and then yeah. we were just gifted torrent we're like where did this hmm. horse go or from? torrent was gifted us it seemed like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you gotta fucking take this. This guy's just gonna be ringing this bell all the time. Yeah, this Jack, Jack's character is naked, naked barbarian. Like, yeah, here you go. He's <laughs> this Torrent piece of is, shit. Torrent is definitely sick of uh, of Jack's characters. Um, but yeah, we don't know anything else about it. Um, the uh, uh, a lot of times uh, from soft DLC will be um, sort of set in like pocket dimensions or in the past or that's definitely something that could be at play here this we could be seeing the forming of the arid tree possibly like maybe we enter mikola's dream or something and see this is all the, all the weird shit they do but um like casey is this something is this something are you gonna be hopping back in the saddle uh absolutely going? yeah I, I still technically have not i shouldn't say technically i have not actually finished elven ring because i've been it's one of those games where i want to make sure i hit as many points of interest as possible before I roll credits yeah. to the point where it's like, okay, so I know I've gotten this far this way. So I got to go like, I'm consulting guys because I don't want to miss anything, but at some point I have to just pick an ending. And like, that's the part that has eluded me so far. Like I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't want it to end. <laughs> so I just haven't actually finished it. Uh, but knowing that there's even more around the corner will definitely, uh, I think motivate me to be like, all right, well, let me just put a pin in the, and pick an ending for this thing. Uh, so that I'll be ready when the DLC comes out. I've actually never played any FromSoft games DLC. Hmm. And I think Elder Ring might be the first one that I like. I want to go back into yeah. and mess with. And Sekiro was your favorite one, and that didn't have DLC. Uh, didn't yeah. Have, like, yeah, it didn't have... Big content. It, yeah, it had like updates, but it didn't have like DLC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick, you going you gonna to hop oh, yeah. back in? Oh, yeah. You gonna start a new character? Or you got well. I guess we don't know what this is gonna be like. Yeah, finish the no game. Yeah, there's no way to know character. how you even get into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. I, I just hope it's not as like uh, ridiculously difficult as like something like the old hunters from Bloodborne. <laughs> like I hope yeah. it's something. I hope it. I hope it maintains like the open worldness of the main game and and just gives me more of that world to explore with more unique bosses and stuff like that. I don't need a ridiculously crazy hard challenge uh, even though i'm Nick, sure you're getting old you're starting to sound like this fucking guy no i like i like the challenge i just don't want <laughs> melania over and over again <laughs> uh well you don't have melania you have mikola who's younger and spryer great <laughs> no. even uh, oh yeah that's mikola was cursed to uh, uh be forever young so unlike you mikola is not aging yeah damn so, that doesn't yeah. sound like a curse to me. I, well, I mean, maybe if you were like in baby form, like you gotta uh, watch everybody around you die while you keep saying the same age. Sad. Well, and there's that one guy, one of the one of the, the Umbrella Boys from uh, Umbrella Academy. Like that kid's like stuck being perpetually young, right? And he's not he's not thrilled. He's in the I thought he just like jumped forward in time. I don't think he's stuck that age. He's just a different age than all his siblings at the time they started doing what they were I doing. Think it up. There's a character in something where the character's stuck, like being young and then they went like they wanted to booze up oh shit what oh are you thinking, thinking of uh eternals i'm thinking of the eternals that's what i'm thinking oh, of. i was thinking you think of that I'm brad pitt the movie <laughs> the what the brad, movie? the brad pitt movie i forget what it's called oh uh benjamin the ben- curious, oh, case oh, of benjamin benjamin button. curious case of benjamin oh. button that's i mean sifu is just benny button <laughs> <laughs> it stops at Benjamin Button. Shit. It's just aging. Like, yeah, it's just regular <laughs> human aging. 
Wait, but that's weird. That takes big jumps. It's not just regular. Sifu's got some weird stuff going on. Sure, it's fast forwarded, I guess. Yeah, but it is. It is in the right direction. It is in the normal direction of aging, Um, (laughs) which is very true. Uh, Do you guys think, um, without further knowledge, do you think this will be released before or after Armored Core? The rumor rumor came out today that um, because pre-order pages just went up for Armored Core on some of the websites. The Armored Core is like a September, October release. Oh, wow. So, I don't know. I could see this maybe dropping in the summer, maybe maybe in the fall. Maybe it's their big fall release after Armored Core. You think this and Armored Core would be this year? I, uh, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> how much they want to please investors, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Well, Armored Core is also still published by... Namco Bandai, right? Yeah, it's I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Namco, yeah, this could be like how much? What does what does Namco want? I don't. Know. I could like, see it being a spring twenty twenty four thing because they've and Namco's got Blue Protocol coming up this year too, plus Armor that that MMO MMORPG they're doing that kind of looks like Genshin Impact a little bit, right? Uh, so they have that. They just did uh, the One Piece game, and then yeah, and then they've got Armored Core. Do you know that did well? Yeah, I don't think it did because it's already on sale for forty bucks. So, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel like a, a lot of a lot of folks were talking about it. Big surprise! <laughs> you get your you get your your weeb game bias out of here. <laughs> oh, you feel about anime games? Uh, Just stop making hey, them bad. That's I was ta- oh, I thought you were talking to me. I was talking about Persona Five like all during the Hogwarts stream today. <laughs> no, no, you're 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 an honorary weeb. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of. Maybe weeb isn't a thing we should be saying anymore. Uh, no, going over to... Uh, so a bunch of previews for Final Fantasy uh, 16 came up. Um, none from us. Uh, just because we, we didn't play it. We were invited. Uh, but, um, there's, there's a lot of deep dives into uh, the combat. Uh, so you can almost check out full demos of, of, of boss fights, of, of regular combat, of um, these cool like Eidolon versus Eidolon, which are the, the summons in the game. You can like, turn into Ifrit and just have like, a big old boxing match. Um, but one of the interesting things was in various interviews, one from a friend of the channel, Skillup, uh, talked to Yoshi P and sort of mentioned JRPGs. And uh, Yoshi P, who is you know, responsible for like the rebirth of Realm Reborn in Final Fantasy XIV and is one of the leads on this game, uh, sort of said that like a lot of Japanese developers, at, especially at Square, who work on Final Fantasy, uh, the series now, almost see the term JRPG as derogatory, um, not because of how the we traditionally use it now, but because when it kind of gained popularity was in the like mid aughts, and that was when um, kind of like the rise of the the, the Western RPG. When games like you know Fallout, the mid aughts into the into the teens, when um, you know the biggest things on the market were Fallout Three and Skyrim, and um, you know the Bioware games, and even The Witcher and everything. And mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, a lot of um, the Japanese franchises either weren't popular in the West yet, like Fire Emblem or Xenoblade was still stuck on uh, just the Wii. Um, Persona didn't have its huge coming out party in in the West. Final Fantasy was kind of in a rut with. 13 like that that kind of whole mess um and so there was almost this like uh what felt like like an animal and this was before FromSoft's obviously rise with the souls games and so it was there, there was this um kind of animosity that came from uh like games media in in the states towards japanese games and like the term jrpg which apparently like i honestly didn't know this, this was before i was in the industry was like used as like an out of pocket like uh, like 
you we don't have to pay attention to this because of the J in the RPG. Like, if the J wasn't there, this would be, like, an RPG worth paying attention to. And now, I don't think that's, like, none of us, when we use the term JRPG, we're mostly just trying to be, like... It's turn-based. Yeah, yeah. And it gives you, like... It describes a, a set of uh, specific, at, like, traits that these yeah. games tend to have. Yeah, and developers even, like, acknowledge that, how it's very different now. Um, but it is true. JRPG, that's the only genre, uh, the J stands for Japanese, where we... Like we we signify a, a country in a genre, and we don't do that with anything else. That's like the equivalent of saying like, "Oh, it's like a woman doctor." It's like it's just a doctor. Like, we don't have to. Like, you don't have to. Like, oh man, a girl pilot. It's just a pilot. We don't have to like. Um, huh. That's that's. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. That that's super interesting. Like I, I hadn't actually picked up on any of this conversation. Yeah, and, and I I didn't, I didn't think about this until I was reading all this. And I I. I was never aware for as long as I've like followed video games and read magazines and tried to write about video games and everything. I've never known that term to be considered derogatory. Like I mm-hmm. always thought of it as a signifier specifically. And honestly, the way I look at it, and I'm probably, you know, maybe alone in this in terms of like the wider media, but I looked at it as like kind of a, a, a like the, Japan was like the first on the moon, for example. It's like, okay, they popularized and made popular this sort of RPG. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they get to call it the JRPG. So if anyone else does it like that, then it's in the vein of a Japanese RPG. So like, I never looked at that as like, oh, that's lesser, even though I'm not a fan of those particular RPGs. Like, I don't like the turn-based uh, aspect yeah. of it. But like, I've always thought that Japan did it first, did it best, they're the best at it. Anyone else that follows from that lineage is within that genre, JRPG. Mm-hmm. It is like I use the, to me the J doesn't even signify where it comes from. Like when Nick's talking about Chained Echoes, I think of that game as a JRPG. When uh, from Stars is coming out later this year, I just like consider it a JRPG. Um, yeah, and I don't know. It's it's it was just kind of like an interesting topic to me, and especially because like it's not it's not a derogatory term because Sony uses it in their own marketing. Sony mm-hmm. has a section of PSN you can go to that is JRPGs. And when they explain JRPG stuff, they'll say uh, games like Elden Ring and uh, Dragon's Dogma are not JRPGs. Because and, yeah, I would, real- I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, because they have real-time combat. So like the, the, the J is more a signifier of the turn-based stuff. But then you get to that thing of like, well, can't you turn a bunch of Western RPGs turn-based, and does that make it a JRPG? Yeah, cool. Well, that because that's when you get into like, is it a tactics-based RPG? Is it a turn-based RPG? Is it a? Because those are different things. To yeah. be to be fair, like yeah. Yeah. they play well, differently, even and like appeal to different people. I think Triangle Strategy was described as a tactics RPG and not a JRPG. If I don't, if I recall, yeah, that was it is tactics. Yeah. It's like on like a little grid. Yeah, if you're yeah. gridding me. If you toss me on a grid, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. There. Like like Final Fantasy has a tactics branch. Yeah. Like those are not like JRPGs. Those are tactics games <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i don't know I, I think it's one of those things where yeah it had a maybe a bad kind of you know uh, a bad meaning years ago mm-hmm. but now i think like the average person hears jrpg and thinks oh okay i get that turn-based combat on a on a list-based system with you know uh, certain tones and, and themes that are going to be in like these you know big epic J- jrpg stories that's kind of the way i think 90% of people, 99% of people today would think about that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too. I, I, I'm imagining, uh, no one J- Japanese or from Japan in Japan currently is, is currently watching this live, but, um, you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, time-wise they could be, I'm just yeah. imagining maybe I'm being ignorant. Um, but no, I'm just, I, I would be curious because like, I imagine they don't refer to them as JRPGs in Japan. They probably right? just they refer to them refer- as JRPGs. <laughs> yeah. 
It's I don't like know if, if you're in Italy, they don't, I don't say know we're if going that's out for true. Italian food. They just say we're eating food. I don't know <laughs> if that's true because we here in the West call them Western RPGs. Do we not? No, Bioware doesn't call their games Western But RPGs. we do. Like, it doesn't matter what Bioware calls them. We're the well, people that's, who are who... partaking in, yeah. in the media. Like, we're the ones who are defining the, like the, the genres the or whatever. Too. Yeah, like, when we describe it to someone else, we say it's a Western RPG. Like, we absolutely mm. use those terms. Not not as regularly as JRPG though. Well, sure, yeah, that one definitely has. Uh, like, it predates uh, it. Really. Yeah, like, so, like Western RPG doesn't really define a style of gameplay. I don't think anymore, like a JRPG does. Yeah, but like when you because, look at JRPG, because like, like divinity, oh, well, divinity, like divinity is technically a Western RPG, and so is Skyrim, but they're two very different games. But nobody really refers to those as Western RPGs. They just call them RPGs, and they are signified they by either real time or like, based content. Don't they call games like Divinity CRPGs? Uh, well, Divinity Original Sin isn't even isn't even <laughs> CRPG anymore. That's more that's more like uh, Wasteland with the grid based stuff. It's so weird. well, that no, actually, like tactics. Uh, talk about a grid. no, no, no. Uh, like what you might call it? Uh, Pillars of Eternity is a CRPG. Divinity Original Sin is a CRPG, but now people are like, it's got tactics based, like free movement or turn based. Who the fuck well, knows? Yeah, we, yeah, we know all these, all these genres start to mesh together and blend, yeah. and like you, you really can't strictly define them as one thing or another. Like they're definitely leaning towards something recognizable in a lot of cases, but won't fully uh, explain it. But we can, we can definitely tell you what it's not, which is a yeah. JRPG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly I, that's the only one i like so whatever <laughs> we call them whatever I like but like five of my 20 favorite games of all time are jrpgs so yeah i think i don't know i, I think it's one of those things like yeah it like i said it had a it had a bad meaning maybe in the past of like because uh, somebody was bringing up in an eastern europe like we call a lot of eastern european and rpgs euro jank that's yeah, yeah, I saw someone put that in the chat. That yeah, yeah. Eurodank was like the closest term to maybe like a like a country specific Eastern thing Eastern European RPG. Yeah, because <laughs> like, it wasn't Western; it was just Eastern RPGs that are Eurojank. Uh, <laughs> Even though there's a ton of jank in like Bethesda RPGs, oh my god, that, that, that is that is weird. Jank. That is yeah. weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it. I think it's. I don't think you're going to stop people using the term JRPG. No, and I don't think that's that. I don't think that's what this was about. Yeah. I think it was mostly of like, um, Maybe the, the like just kind of understanding. Like, I just didn't even know that yeah, this was yeah. a like mindset that that developers had, and sort of like a a prejudice they had to kind of live through quietly throughout the aughts. Hmm. And then it wasn't until like I don't know, like I guess uh, what like sort of brought. Was it like I don't, we talk about FromSoft all the fucking time? But like, was it FromSoft that like it was from kind of got it, the belt back to to like because you got don't, the spotlight back on Japan? I guess aside from Nintendo, because Nintendo always yeah, was no. releasing like every few years would release a generation defining game. Yeah, I guess I don't I don't I can't I'm trying to think of like the JRPG that really broke out in the West and it was within Probably the seven. Uh, yeah, well, no, like you yeah, mean but, like after like the the shift to the like the more western ones because like, they were they were basically dead in the 2010s yeah like during like the oh, Blue Blue era and stuff. yeah like they were much harder to find yeah yeah, yeah i'm trying to like, remember like what one 
Would I don't want to bring that's up the thing. word. Persona, <laughs> it, that's the know? thing. No, so that, that might that might actually be the truth of it is that it wasn't actually a JRPG that brought Japan back on the map in terms of like being a development powerhouse. Like it was Nintendo being Nintendo, and then it was like from software, and then Capcom having a resurgence, and then uh, Persona uh, hitting off, and then like it, like they slowly clawed their way back. Definitely not to the prominence that they used to have, where like literally everything good yeah. <laughs> came out of Japan. But that's because like that's where just all the developers were. Yeah, like, right. For a certain period of time, like all of the talent was there. Yeah, no, and, my, like, that talent inspired Western talent. Yeah, my my question is really more just in general of like the JRPG that got JRPGs back on the map in the West. See, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I don't think there is one. I, like Persona is probably the closest, but like I don't think like would you say today that JRPGs are like super prominent and like top I, of their game like I, I would say right i would say right now we're in the peak of it because like yakuza like a dragon was huge yeah uh, persona 5 xenoblade chronicles yeah the the, the trails yeah trails in the sky series we're like getting turn. all those like live alive we're getting uh oxpath traveler 2 like i don't think this is the biggest ever like mm-hmm. i think i still i still think like the super nintendo and ps1 were were prime for that but mm-hmm. I, I think this is certainly kind of the biggest well as, as terms of as terms of like sales though where like these games are multi-million copy sellers now yeah because yeah. and back, honestly a yeah. good a good point is <laughs> we've also had a vacuum of massive western rpgs right <laughs> that's <Like>, true <laughs> we haven't had like we had a long period without a mass effect and then andromeda came out and that wasn't very good mm-hmm. um you know we right. haven't like we haven't had a new witcher in almost 10 years right and then we got cyberpunk in the interim which did not yeah. go as planned yeah <laughs> we haven't had a new elder scrolls in over 10 years like fall 76 kind of landed with a thud so mm-hmm. um yeah i mean i think i don't know I, I personally have like an infinite amount of jrpgs i want i currently want to play and they're, all, <laughs> yeah. they're all long and they're all wonderful yeah but yeah, I think also maybe yeah, it was, maybe it was more the kinda... maybe it was more the indie scene that broke that JRPGs then in terms yeah, of the play I style because I think a lot of Western developers went to it because of the pixel art, cheaper to make, don't yeah, need real time yeah. combat, and then then like reliving their nostalgic fantasies by making Final Fantasy VII over again. Pretty much, that sort of yeah, thing. they're still doing it with Chrono Cross right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're you're seeing it as um, like you're 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 seeing developers who grew up, yeah, being inspired by Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VII, Paper Mario, and mm-hmm. those are the games they're making. You're even like Pikmin with, uh, I mean, it's not an RPG, but with like Tinykins and stuff like that. The, um, the Wild, Wild at Heart. Heart. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're seeing a whole generation of of indie devs who grew up. Yeah, Undertale, perfect example. Of it. Mm. Oh, that might be the JRPG that <laughs> <laughs> brought it back on the map. We want to talk about one. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, that's actually really interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's just uh, there was no I, there was no like period I wanted to put on the end of that sentence, but it was mostly just like that was an interesting discussion I saw um, floating around the internet. And also, I don't. Did you guys get a chance to see any of the Final Fantasy footage? I did. It. it a lot of it's very dark. In that, it is in that extremely preview, extremely dark. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping that's like an encoding thing but mm. everyone's videos are very dark and i'm like oh no yes <laughs> like and, not uh, like dark as in grim dark as in like you can't, can't see nothing <laughs> yeah bessel's basil wants us to know that toby fox are not triple a development we didn't say he was <laughs> we said that uh undertale yeah, we're not talking about triple a development we're talking about yeah. uh, rpgs yeah we're talking about jrpgs uh yeah no I, I saw the footage it looks okay I, I really need to see more of it i, I i'm not I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm excited for it based on the trailers I've seen. Uh, we, we'll see. Like I, I didn't get very far into Final Fantasy 15 before dropping it. Uh, so too I'm scary. Saying, too wasn't, scary. wasn't too scary. You both, I just you both thought it was too scary. <laughs> I was too slow. Yeah. 
too scared. You don't want to run out of gas. You're afraid of what's going to happen. The game starts with you pushing a car, doesn't it? You sound like you're afraid. Yeah. yeah. And the, the like, stand by <laughs> me starts playing. <laughs> That's true. You guys are afraid to open yourself up to your, to your pals. That's I, got, I got to the garage and I think I dropped the game. <laughs> that is minutes. I was kind of in the same. I think I was about the same, but like I didn't get past them futzing with the car on the road like it, i don't know like you you need a more exciting opening for that <laughs> i thought the opening was very good i just think it's a lot of what follows that was pretty boring <laughs> so i'm totally cool with like pushing cars but then yeah, I'm like, i had i had just got done playing the final fantasy 7 remake so going from that to 15 was a big uh, uh too open yeah. too open rpg-ness i don't want it <laughs> well i mean maybe you'll, this seems more in line with final fantasy 7 remake mm-hmm. but with even more Real-time combat. Uh, sort of real-time combat, thanks to the, the combat director of Devil May Cry. I'm okay. Coming aboard. Yeah, so. As long as it's got a good story, I'm all in. Yeah, and it seems like a lot of the story stuff is, is dark, inspired by, by Game of Thrones. They want this to be like the mature Final Fantasy, which I feel like they've said about every Final Fantasy I've played since 12. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, Dragon Quest is going a darker, more mature direction, too. Yeah, that's true. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they said the next, the next real Dragon Quest is going to be like, Dark. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a good fit like, for Dragon Quest I for some think, reason. I think we underestimate <laughs> how much Game of Thrones inspired people. And it's well, you can laugh at it now because you're like, oh, what are we talking about? Like Game of Thrones, no one liked it when it ended and everything like that. But games are in development for so long. Like, this is what we're going to talk no, about. No, yeah, about I that. think you might have a really good point. Yeah, that I think when like Game of Thrones was at like the height, when it was a piece of monoculture, I think um, everyone was like, that's what we need to do. We need to take our colorful dragons drawn by the Dragon Ball Z guy, and we, we need to take Goku but make him dark. Speaking speaking um, of things that are uh, took too long to make, <laughs> Suicide Squad is about eight years too late. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's get into that. We had uh, Last week on the show, we were... Um, sort of hesitant to talk about suicide squad because we said all right tomorrow we're gonna see um we're gonna get the full reveal and rocksteady deserves our uh uh, benefit of the doubt because they made three good to amazing games uh and then we saw the gameplay reveal and oh my god there's so many numbers our our entire slack chat went (laughs) we could hear it you can hear so the many, air deflating out of our Slack chat. <laughs> there were so, so, so many numbers. Um, it's it's kind of wearing the whole games as service thing on its on its sleeve as a badge of honor. Talking about post launch content. Um, oh my god! I, I have never guns and and that dev diary. That dev diary and... is the most cynical I have felt about the games industry, and a lot yeah. like in years. I, like I literally sat there, and they're they're literally explaining in the dev diary like. Yeah, we have customizable weapons with different gear scores and different rarities. And I'm like, oh fuck, why? It's <laughs> probably because there's probably a gun off camera. They're being held hostage. No, no, <laughs> there's yeah, probably. I mean, you, you could tell that they were looking out for the side. Like, am I saying it right? Please. Yeah. Me. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I, I was into this topic because I was kind of thinking about like when I was covering, I was writing my article on um, Suicide Squad. I was like, man, like just seven years ago or so. Warner Bros. was like one of the most exciting publishers for me because you had the Arkham series, which was really good, really great stories in them. I really like Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. And then they didn't go, they didn't have any games after Shadow of War. And then now we've had in a row Gotham Knights, 
which had no story, world was incredibly bland, gear scores that matter for shit. I'm playing through Hogwarts Legacy and like two podcasts ago, I was like, you know, I'm I really like it, and the more I've gotten into it, I'm like, no, I don't I really don't like this game anymore. It's it like it has a really good opening, about five hours of good stuff, and then it devolves into bland as shit, generic open world with clicking on chests to get gear. I'm sitting in my fucking menu clearing out gear I don't need, having to go to a shop to go sell it, having to watch plants grow for an item that I don't ever use. And then now we've got the Sui- or Suicide Squad and like I'm watching that gameplay reveal and I'm like, why? Why? Why, why, why go from Arkham to this? And like you're sitting there and they're like, ooh, big bosses and stuff and just shooting like glowy bits for an hour and like yeah there remember are a lot of remember like how anthem remember how anthem came out and you had to shoot the glowing bits on shit and remember borderlands and you shoot the glowing bits on shit and it's like who these games are getting so boring and tiring there's nothing unique about it anymore and then i watched the dev diary while i was writing my article because i didn't realize the dev diary was out as i was writing that thing saw the dev diary and they spent three minutes talking about how you can customize your guns and i was just like no no, no, no. Because <laughs> when I think of the, the genre-defining Arkham combat, the one thing that I wanted was a pivot to guns. <laughs> I, That's exactly what I wanted there. I, I, like, I just... Uh, the the cookie-cutter design of this stuff is like... That's why you know I came with... I pitched that title. Is like the cookie-designer stuff of this stuff is so impossible to ignore now. And like Chad will be like, oh, you can play other things. And I'll be like, we're, we're in games media. We're going to cover these things. But it's like I... I hate that I like triple A was never this. I don't think triple A was ever this bad. Like I could go into a triple A game and like, you know, the story is going to be okay. There's going to be fun moments and all that. It's going to be at least memorable. Half of the triple A games I have played in the last five, seven years. I don't remember anything from nothing. Mm. (laughs) I mean, to play devil's advocate somewhat, I'm not, I, I agree with almost everything you're saying. I don't think that there was ever like a, a, golden era unless it's just like 2007 like the year that bioshock assassin's creed um like uncharted like the year we got like all these franchises were born um i I think there's a lot of forgettable single player campaign games from those years that we just don't talk about because no one's talking about prototype or army of two or we still we we talk about it like i mean (laughs) hell we're we're about to go back through (laughs) i mean i remember no i don't agree with that because i mean Sony's, I think Sony's like in its own ball game because they still focus on, even though they are hitting a lot of these design trends, they still focus on character-focused stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of like the next article I was going to write about Hogwarts Legacy. And I, I made a tweet about it. You probably saw it was how like your character in Hogwarts isn't even a character. It's just you create this character and you get told to go on these quests. There's no progression as a person for the character like at least Sony, like Sony's maybe hitting all these open world design things and maybe even some of the loot and God of War, but they still like tell coherent and interesting stories that you want to see through the end. And like Hogwarts, I'm like having to drag myself by my feet to get through to finish that game. Here's a hot take. If you let me create my character, that means you, your game is a bad story. Yeah, I, I, that, I'm aware of that now. <laughs> I, haven't thought, I haven't thought about that more than the last five seconds, and I'm sure there is a thousand examples where I'm wrong. But if I'm making, if I have to do the job making a character, I don't, I don't want to tell my own story. Yeah, I, uh, I bought this game for you to tell me a story. Th- does that does that work for Elden Ring? Oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I got, why, would you, why would you why would you put me in this bear trap? I, 
Vinny the web surfer brought up Marvel's Midnight Suns. Yeah, you create your character. They're a robotic, voiceless, emotionless tool. Yeah, we like, go on little dates with Blade. You don't even go on dates with anybody. It's just clicking a fucking menu. Like that. Sometimes that's what dates are. That's <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> See, the the difference between Sony and like everybody else in this AAA space in the industry uh, is largely because Sony owns that IP. <laughs> These other people are sort of borrowing very popular IP, like Hogwarts and uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, well, not Suicide Squad, I guess, because you play as characters. But like the draw for the mass media is, I want to interact with those characters I love. I want to interact in that IP. So your character is a cipher, and then all of the IP just washes over you. So like, no, of course you're not a part of the story because like you, the audience member, is never a part of the story. Like you're not, you're not in the movies or the TV show, or whatever. Jedi but, Fallen Order disagrees with you. Well, I mean, it's just, honestly, it's, it's, Cal, it, it comes, Cal Kestis is not much of a character. But it's, it still tells it still tells a good story, though. That is a lie. <laughs> I like the, the hook. I did the, the first Jedi Fallen the, Order is the story. If, in, you haven't played Hogwarts yet. Hogwarts. I've not played nothing, Hogwarts yet. Nothing happens in that story. Nothing happens. In but the how could you how can you say that anything happens in Jedi? Fall in order. You like, haven't finished the game. You haven't seen the. I did moment. finish I the. Don't, don't tell me I didn't finish. It. I finished the game. There's a MacGuffin. You get the MacGuffin. <laughs> they get rid of it. Everything is the same as before Cal entered the universe. Nothing happens in that story. You 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 meditated at several points. There, <laughs> I think. Uh, like I, I, I honestly don't remember the story of yeah. Fall in Order. There you go. I remember going to the planets. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I do witch, because which of Dothamir. I guess I yeah I guess I do because it, it had tie-ins to Rebels and all that that I've watched that I and like it had references it did it, not have tie-ins like nothing that happens in mm-hmm. Fallen Order matters outside in those other series because that was that was one of the main reasons that motivated me to go see it to go play through it because I really really loved how uh, uh, the Star Wars Rebels season ended and whatnot I was like oh, I just need more and like I got nothing in terms of story out of that game. Man, I feel like I'm I'm like in, <laughs> right in between you guys. I don't think it's as bad as Casey. I don't. I also don't think the story was good. I don't. Like, I, I don't. Fine. I don't think. Yeah, I think it was fine. Like, I, it had moments that I. It had at least it had memorable moments in it. <laughs> like Hogwarts Legacy. I I've been playing the game for three weeks and I can't even tell you what happened a week ago when I played it. Like nothing in that game. There's nothing interesting or memorable at that game because it's all cookie cutter design. Like take out the story. Go play something else. I am. I'm playing Chained Echoes and I love it. (laughs) I'm balancing out. It sounds like it suffers from the same, the same reasoning that would have caused that in the Star Wars game is that they're playing around in the IP. They can't touch or pull on anything that matters because it's supposed to, you know, yeah, yeah, supposed to be tied to the canon. So they can't just do whatever they want. So they have to play it safe in a zone that, won't hurt anything else and that just well, creates the, a bland story that doesn't go anywhere that's the hairiest part about got the hilarious part about gotham knights is like they weren't tied to anything and they could yeah, have done whatever, done whatever they, they want wanted. and they made nothing <laughs> the story goes nowhere it does nothing and like it's it's crazy to me that these companies look at the success of arkham and and you know just any of these like even shadow of war and shadow of mordor or whatever and it's like, man, I wonder what people loved about Arkham Asylum and Arkham City and Arkham Knights. Oh, yeah, it must have been that fucking uh, gear score and cosmetic that they got somewhere in the game. <laughs> let's let's they, handle that. They did that. like the costumes in Arkham Knight. There were some cool ones in there. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, there's cool costumes in Gotham Knights, too. I, like, 
I've been kind of saying like this week, even when I was talking with Yahtzee, like I don't care if these games have gear scores or anything like that. Just make it interesting. Like I want to, I'm sick of like having to open a chest to get a piece of gear. Like Elden Ring works because you have to go like go and find this stuff. You have to go to a specific spot on the map if you want a specific weapon or item or whatever. And all these games, you just run around your chest, you get a colored item, and it's the same thing you've got 20 million times before. Like, if, if you're going to make me jump through an open world to go find gear, like, man, like, Hogwarts Legacy, what if I had to go find this very super powerful wand and I had to do a bunch of puzzles and, and move around the map to go find it? But no, I could just go into a fucking box in, in, <laughs> in Grandma's house, and there it is, right there. Thanks, game. Worked real That's hard for that. Box. What's Grandma doing with that box? <laughs> What's she doing there? Um... I'm looking for one of the pictures. Oh, it's this that uh, <laughs> picture that keeps going around. Of uh, I guess I'll just I'll just share this in the in the chats of uh, like the epitome of all of this bullshit is um, it shows like what your weapons can do and what like buffs they have. And one is plus twenty two percent melee damage on Batman infused enemies, <laughs> yeah. and that is like the epitome of like what are we doing? <laughs> Batman infused. <laughs> And, oh my god, that's from Suicide Squad. Oh, percent wow. suicide strike on melee. Like none of these numbers mean <laughs> anything, anything to no. anyone. Like I don't feel good. I don't <laughs> I don't get an endorphin rush because I now can do twenty two percent melee damage Batman on Batman and fused enemies, enemies. Which sounds like honestly, it sounds like enemies that Batman had sex with. <laughs> so just Catwoman, Talia Ghul, Batman, Batman pegged this guy about a week ago. There you, you get twenty two percent damage, and it, it, it the longer you wait to kill him, it goes down in percent. It's absurd i also I like not. that that twitter account's name is i want to die for 2069 yeah this was also they just stole it from someone else it's just oh. the first one that popped up uh, good for them good for i want to die for 2069 <laughs> um so yeah that's um i don't it's just it's it's a bummer and and like the uh, the the sort of the obvious part of it is like like we were talking about with this game of thrones thing earlier is um destiny came out and 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 became big and and sort of ushered in a seismic shift in games and all of a sudden we had studios who were like we need our version of that yeah but games take seven years to make now but but they also didn't learn from destiny why people like destiny it's because they have to work for those legendary weapons they have to go and do quests and all these different things to get them and in all these games it's just like open a chat like they, they think the loot is the draw and it's like no that the quest to get the loot is the draw yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah and it's just like you know we're seeing them sort of like fall to the wayside one by one things that you would think would be easy wins like an avengers game that is still like baffling to me that on paper an avengers game seems like a thing that should work but just like failed so so Mm-hmm. catastrophically anthem like the next game from bioware which just had you like float like flying around like fucking iron man failed catastrophically like this man. is like they promised is, to fix that too and just <laughs> just did it or could that, it. And that's the other yeah. thing is there's no like we're seeing time and time again like there's no there's no assurance you're going to be able to play any of these games years from now like and so there's a part of it is like do you want to like jump in right now to try to play the game while it exists because it might not exist in a little while. Um, 
so I, it's just like really it's 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 it sucks and it's not like it's not an isolated incident like almost every developer or almost every publisher is guilty of it in some way shape or form mm-hmm. and i'm sure there's gonna be more games this year you can games we probably don't even know about sony with all their 13 games of service games in development. yeah yeah so yeah sony just like everybody else in the industry was like they're we gotta coming. get in on this yeah. and they're they're even later to this party so like yeah. what is that, all of that gonna look like mm-hmm. and it's crazy because they don't seem like they have to even go to that party like they seem fine with like you're having your own party your party's doing very well like yeah. your party is selling a lot of party tickets so you should be fine yeah, um, it, it was that, yeah that, it's just for us it, like that's that's the part like you know and people that's why i wanted to be careful with how we titled this because people were like well duh it's triple a you know and it's like well i like these games with these massive budgets are supposed to be exciting. <laughs> like I want these yeah, great the time when they yeah, were these they great were, bombastic experiences. Like, and yeah. And, and now it's like, man, like these games that sound great on paper are always are more often than not at this point, disappointing because Gotham Knights, when I first saw that reveal, everybody was excited about Gotham Knights when it was revealed. It looked really yeah, that good. Looked really good. Turns out that mission that for that they showed off. is just a side quest in the game that takes 10 minutes to do. Uh, <laughs> You know, Anthem first showing looked amazing, brought down by these unnecessary systems and stuff. And uh, like uh, even Hogwarts Legacy, I think uh, I don't think even controversy aside with JKR, I don't think that game's going to be up for any Game of the Year awards because I don't think anybody's actually really going to remember it by the end of this year because there's nothing memorable in there. Hogwarts is very cool for the first hour and then it becomes very much not cool. I mean, it it did review really well, so I do think that think there I, are a lot of people who are into it. I I personally think a lot of that has to do with blindness from the fandom. Like they're like, oh, I'm in Hogwarts, I'm in this place I've loved, and so like I I really do that as color. Feel like that's coloring a lot of people's perception. But I've not played the game myself, so I, I can't really speak to how bland it is. Yeah. But I, I, I imagined a, it looked bland when I saw it, so I'm not surprised to hear what Nick is saying. Yeah, I have a feeling that a lot of people rushed through it and were like, got 15 hours into it, like this is really good. And then once you hit, like, there's a wall that you hit in that game where, because like pretty much every every chapter is split up by a your you, your character levels up and they lock they lock missions off until you're a certain level, and so then you have to go do the side quests that aren't like really necessary to get to that level or mm-hmm. go do. You know these very simple Merlin trials, which are puzzles, and I'm I'm not fucking kidding. Some of these puzzles are literally clicking your spell to push a rock down a hill, so that it goes into a spot. <laughs> that's, that's how I got all my clocks. That's the last. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like that game uh, makes a really good first impression, and then just kind of like the story doesn't nothing happens in the story it doesn't go anywhere uh and like it's just it's a it's another game like i feel like i've repeated myself like how many times now like with gotham knights and, and all these other games like there's a good game nestled in there somewhere and it's just not there <laughs> like yeah you should have to you should have to testify before congress <laughs> if your game's gonna be longer than 15 hours you should have to like testify to a committee and and convince them why your game should be long. <laughs> <laughs> so you should be like you should be forced to be given the privilege of making your game longer than fifteen hours. Yeah, I mean, Hogwarts um, like I don't know how anybody enjoyed Hogwarts Legacy story literally because the the main villain of the game, I've seen him in two cutscenes throughout the entire game, and that's it. And I'm supposed to give a shit about this guy. 
And I'm nearing the, I'm nearing the end of the game, and he has made no threat about anything. <laughs> uh, this isn't to say it's all doom and gloom for AAA, because we just spent last week just fucking blabbering on about Elden Ring. Yeah. And Elden Ring is a is the triplest of AAA. Um, we got God of War at the end of last year, which didn't, uh, you know, didn't uh, sort of wow us in the same way. That I think most people didn't wow in the same way that uh, God of War 2018 did, but still was a really great experience. Um, this year, we've already had Dead Space seem to be sort of beloved across the board. Hi-Fi so. Rush, a AAA game, <laughs> sort of dropped. They never Hi-Fi Rush did not have to testify before Congress. No, they had, <laughs> they had hours to spare, which is good on you guys. Um, <laughs> Wild Hearts, um, they probably did have to testify before Congress, but they allowed them through because there was enough gameplay there to apparently encourage that. Yeah, it's all, um, it's all gameplay is what that is. Yeah. And then we got, coming up, like in, in March, we got two biggies with Wolong and uh, and Resident Evil 4. And then, um, you know, for the rest of the summer, we're going to have we're gonna have Tears of the Kingdom. We're going to have Final Fantasy. Yeah. Both of them will have to go to their own governments to testify <laughs> to try to get to those links. Because I'm assuming they will be over 50. Yeah, Yahtzee uh, was kind of saying on... Uh... Yatsu was kind of saying on stream today, it kind of feels like Suicide Squad might be the last hurrah for this kind of stuff. Do you, do you agree with that? I mean, Sony Sony hasn't entered the chat yet. Yeah, I, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I don't know, like, I can't, I don't know what they're going to do, but, like, I can bet Factions is going to have some of that stuff in it. I feel like Factions is going to end up being an abstraction-based thing. Seems like it would fit for Last of Us. Yeah, he's been playing a lot of abstraction games. Mm-hmm. Mizaki. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine just getting fucking? I don't know what happens. I mean, it, the Souls, the Souls games game? are already extraction getting games. Getting killed by Miyazaki? The, the Souls yeah. games are already extraction. If you get, don't get fr- out with yeah, your Souls, you gotta go you extract your own goodies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally. <laughs> ah. um, I don't think this will be the death knell. I think we're we're heading toward. I think a pendulum is swinging. Mm-hmm. I, I think it is like the Titanic where you, no one thing can get us out of the way of this iceberg. So I think there's going to be a lot of shrapnel and a lot of casualties um, before we sort of swing back the other way. And as long yeah. as there are still games out there doing it and making a shit ton of money off it, there will be games trying yeah, yeah. to get a piece of that pie. I mean, we just had Lightfall release, which um, Casey, you've been playing Lightfall, right? Uh, yeah, I started Lightfall. What did, like, I saw a this... comment on Twitter that got me super excited about it that said it feels very much like a classic Bungie Halo campaign. Yeah, like it is yes. super <laughs> exciting. Like yes. I'm excited to play that. Like I, I have missed AAA. Like the wonder of Destiny. <laughs> now we're happy about to play. I've, <laughs> I've missed the wonder of like the like the Destiny type campaign or whatever. Yeah. Um like to prepare. Like I went and watched like lore videos. Um and honestly. I, I still love all those characters and stuff. It didn't really do it justice to hear somebody kind of regurgitate the stuff. But once I was in the cutscenes and like watching the stuff happen and like hearing people in my head and like running through the the map, I was like, I am way into this. Like I love everything that's happened. Like it looks fantastic. Uh, the shooting feels as good as ever. Um, there's there's so much new in it. Like I've been gone for a long time. I've dabbled like with Beyond Light. Like I played like maybe the first chapter in Beyond Light. Uh, and then there was Witch Queen, which I skipped entirely, even though I think I bought that. <laughs> like I paid money for Witch Queen, which has never actually jumped. Yeah, into we, it. we we started it, and then no, we started. Yeah. did we start Beyond Light or Witch Queen? It might have it might have been Beyond Light because yeah, I, I don't think Light. I saw any part of Witch Queen. Oh, uh, but like every everything from the start of uh, not Beyond Light from Lightfall looks completely different than like Destiny because like even the new stuff and the later stuff still looks recognizably Destiny. 
this stuff is like super neo sci-fi futuristic. Like you're on uh, the planet Neptune and apparently there's a city there that no one on earth knew about, but it's not populated by humans. You get to meet these, these folks called cloud striders and they're like, ah, this, this is a kind of a deep cut DC reference, but you, you know, like the new gods from, yeah, yeah they, were gonna, they were gonna make a movie based on them. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> there's dark sides people. And then there's the new gods and like, they're just like weirdly Olympian esque characters. Like that's what these Neptunians are like. They're like super big. They're super buff. They're androgynous. And like, they're like, Oh, if you're, if you're fighting those guys, then I guess you're on our side. So you get to start talking and meeting with them. And like, they start giving you missions or whatever on this super future city. Like they're all silver surfers, by the way, they, they, <laughs> they ride around in like really sleek silver surf. Okay. It's really cool. Like I'm having a lot of fun. I've only be, I've only finished the first mission because I, I, like a jackass, I played it on legendary, which is the hard mode, and yeah. I did it solo, which you're, you should not do in Destiny. What are you doing? Desti- yeah. Because they promise you the better rewards. So, like, I don't want to play on normal and then have to go back and do it over again. I'll, I'll just do uh, it the first okay. time. There's actually a reason to play on hard. Yeah. On hard yeah, like, you get better stuff. <laughs> but, like, you should not be playing that game without a fire team on the legendary difficulty. Like, it took forever. How long How long would it take me to get a, get a new character up to your level? Uh, they start you at 1,600. Like they they bump everything to like the base of the new campaign. So like okay. you if you have like a save file, all your stuff is already up. Oh, and you can just jump right in. Hmm. So I've been yeah I've been I've, I've, like I, we were talking about this a little while ago. Even Amy's talking about it in the chat. Like I, th- I kind of want to like seeing like you're not the only person I know who's been playing this and like fucking gushing about it at least from first impressions. And like I feel like this would be a fun game night thing. Yes. How many what how many people are in fire team four? Uh, There's only only three in a fire team, which I've I've hated from day one. Yeah, but um, I, I I don't know. I know they have some more activities for multi party. Like they had the raid layer thing. I think that's for six people, which is a smaller yeah, version of like six. the the raid because the raid you need to prepare for. Like I don't think yeah, we can just yeah. Jump oh into yeah, a raid. you can't just like go in and like casually yeah. go through it. Yeah. But I, they might they might have some other stuff. Uh, and there's also there's also Gambit, which uh, that that launched a while ago. Um, I believe yeah, we, those teams are six people, and we, that's like we played that PVE and P. Yeah, yeah, we so played like, that on game night and got roasted. So <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though. Regardless, yeah. it, it's it's a fun time. So, I don't know. Um, hopefully, hopefully, there's like I think there's new Raylair stuff. I would imagine, but um, that that might be interesting if they have it. I was also seeing some people talk about it. it's like a hundred gigs. Oh yeah, it's a hundred. Yeah, too many gigs. They should have to go, <laughs> before, go before Congress. Well, I, why why is my game worth a hundred gigs? Uh, I which was kind of uh kind of on the nose like i had to uninstall the master chief collection <laughs> in order to fit destiny on my that xbox is, that is poetic justice i kind of love that so that happened but master chief collection is too big as well yeah it's it's a lot of I mean, games at least that's a lot of games, games. i get it but it's too big too large <laughs> um i guess we just yeah do you want to talk about other, other stuff we've been playing i lost all my 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 chat broke and then i opened my chat and all the super chats are gone Okay. Oh, I, no. super chats. I was gonna read. I still got, got those super chats. Yeah, uh, Gregory Wolf donated two uh, two dollars earlier to say, "Would you call Paper Mario a JRPG?" I would. I would absolutely call it a JRPG. The yeah. first one, right? Yeah. I'll call. It, yeah, all of them. I'll call. No, the second one. The second one had, was like a platformer that did not have not turn-based true. combat in it. It's no, not true. Second one. Second one absolutely had turn-based combat. Super Paper Mario for the Wii. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Super yeah. Paper Mario. Maybe it had some. It might have had some 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 little giblets in there. No, it didn't, because that's why I played it. Right, I apologize. No giblets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure what giblets are, but it's a damn Will Cooling donated two pounds as Japan's decline is an underreported story, in my opinion. But I don't think the declines. Uh, I think there was a decline. In the, I think they're back. I think they're back, baby. Yeah. 
JP's back. And also, maybe it was just a decline from like, like the way decline we in the said. West, but not a decline. Yeah, decline in, in the West. Yeah. Um, but man, that's like, true. Yeah, because they definitely retreated into their own uh, vices. Yeah, I mean, uh, like locally. in the like they shifted to like handheld for a, a large oh section. Oh my god, really yeah, never like, came it, back. It's crazy how huge like the 3DS was. Um, well, that and then the 360 era, like Oblivion came out and that changed everything. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And those games, like I don't know, like. Microsoft's always had trouble sort of getting a foothold in in Japan. Like they still do. Like they they mm-hmm. acquire Japanese developers. Phil Spencer's always trying to go there. Game Pass like angles with a lot of Japanese centric things. Like well, they'll be like, here's all the Yakuza games. Here's all the Persona games. Like the uh, there's there's rumors that uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five is is no longer like on Shin Megami Tensei Day, which I didn't realize was a day in May. Um, there's a rumor that they're going to announce Shin, uh, SMT5 is now on everything, including Game Pass. So, um, hmm. I, I think I think things are good again. Uh, Matthew Atkins, $25 says AAA can be easily be fixed if they start shipping games with seven herbs and spices. That'd be good. What? <laughs> Those are the secret. That's why KFC's recipe is so good. I think I don't think it's more than seven though. I think it's like KFC's not even that good. So yeah, but <laughs> there's there's a KFC I uh, that's off the highway. I drive by a lot. And it's a very sad looking KFC and they have a, you know, their big KFC sign. You can put up the letters and the last time I drove by, it just says now. (laughs) It's like, it feels heavily threatening to me. (laughs) sign just says now. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Like it's a signal to the bandits to come and attack you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's very, it's very weird. Um, have you uh you've been playing or watching anything else, Casey? Uh nothing new. Like I'm still working through Bleach, which like it, it's kind of disappointing that I don't feel more excited about that that show coming back, but like I'll I'll just I'll see it through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah, outside of that, nothing mm, else that you can talk about yet. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk about uh Wolong yet, no. Yeah. But you will we'll be able to talk about Wolong soon. It won't be long uh, until we can talk about Wolong. <laughs> Nice. Oh. He did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to make up for my bad one yesterday. Nick yeah, this one was one, definitely not bad. <laughs> Nick did one that was so bad on, really? on recap that Darren and I just didn't say anything. They, they just, and there was like a long silence. <laughs> and the two of us were like, what did that even mean? <laughs> and we felt bad because Darren and I said the dumbest shit. Yeah. And like, I felt bad that I couldn't even like, usually I'm there as like a support, but I was like, so taken aback, I couldn't even help you out there. <laughs> yeah, my, Marty like straight up just dragged my face across gravel and said, "Here you go." <laughs> I didn't mean to. I was so taken aback by that. Like usually, usually I got your back. Not, not that time. Wow. Um, the uh, two big things I've been playing: one, more Twilight Princess HD, fucking delightful. Let me say, having a very good time. Completely forgot about that game because I haven't played it since two thousand six. Um, the game is just more. It's just Ocarina of Time, but more. Um, which isn't the worst thing in the world, but it is funny playing through all the Zelda games pretty close together, being like, oh, they were just like, we just want to do what we did, you know, like wasn't nine years ago, but then do it sort of darker and with, with uh, fancier hardware. Wasn't that a reaction to the backlash from Wind Waker? Wind Waker. Yeah. Wind Waker was too different. <laughs> yeah. And now people I, are like, we need it to be dark. <laughs> we need my M-rated. <laughs> um yeah, but uh, that being said, the, uh, the the dungeons are still great. Um, I'm I'm getting more excited for Tears of the Kingdom because so much of what they've shown in Tears of the Kingdom seems like it's either speaking to 
Twilight Princess maybe pulling elements from there. Like Link has this like sort of his his corrupted arm has this green energy flowing through it that looks exactly like Midna's green energy. Um, so maybe there's some Twilight Realm shenanigans. Um, but also, I'm just still amazed that Nintendo didn't release Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on Switch at some point. Like they probably they've got to be coming, but, right? Yeah. But like you would have thought they would have done it before Tears of the Kingdom, right? Maybe they still will. Tears of the Kingdom might get delayed. Not very long. <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom gets delayed. Like that's I'm still that's still a hill. I'm. What, okay what was it? The producer of Final Fantasy 16 said that uh, it won't be delayed unless a meteor hits Japan. Unless an asteroid hits Japan. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's no way. Hold, holding them to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that man must know something we don't know. <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah. So it's. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I'm 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 really enjoying it though. Yeah, and there's also there's there's more of those rumors that did you guys hear about the Switch Two rumors? Damn it, no one. I, 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 I've not I've heard given any new Switch Two rumors. But I'm, I'm sure. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of Jesse yelling at me, so I'm not. Could be this fall. Could be this fall. Man, that was several years ago. I know, and I'm still mad <laughs> about it. There's been a lot of Switch Two rumors. <laughs> uh, yeah, could be could be this fall or early next year, guys. So stay tuned. I just thought about what you said about. Uh, it would make sense for them to release like a Zelda collection before Tears of the Kingdom. Sure. Didn't they release that weirdly limited 3D Mario collection after Odyssey, like years after Odyssey? Yeah, yeah. So like Nintendo's weird. Nintendo's yeah, weird. like they may follow that. They're like, okay, we have a big thing in the pipeline, so we'll see how that does. That's really big. We don't have any more. Take these old games. Nintendo's gonna do what Nintendo's gonna do. Yeah, and they've also like uh, people dug out like apparently they finished Metroid Prime Remastered in 2021. The game's just been finished. <laughs> and they've just been like, don't be patient. Be patient. <laughs> we'll wait for the right time. And apparently it was like a cold January day where they're like, now is the right time to release it. <laughs> That's what um, that KFC sign was about. <laughs> 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 I didn't know that uh, Nintendo HQ you better, you better stop. Wisconsin. You better stop in there and say thank you. <laughs> I should, yeah. I'll, I'll give them a deep bow. And then the stoners who work there will be like, what was that? <laughs> was he real? Um, <laughs> Uh, also, I've been playing a lot of Pizza Tower, and let me tell you guys, Pizza Tower is delightful. First off, delightful game. Second off, they gotta get that thing off PC and onto Switch. Like, I don't want to be playing it at my desk like a weenie. <laughs> Pizza <laughs> Tower is not a game meant to be played like a weenie. Uh, for those who don't, I want to. Yeah, I'm gonna need an explanation as to what this is. Uh, so, Pizza Tower is a hit new indie game blowing up on Steam. It is bigger than Sons of the Forest. It's bigger than Hogwarts Legacy. It's not bigger than either of them. Uh, but it is a delightful. Um, it is an homage to the Wario Land games, which uh, were were 2D puzzle platformers, but. Um, they had their own like weird inherent like s- like bizarre energy that felt like 90s nickelodeon cartoons um and they also had their their like wario himself was um kind of more versatile and playful as a uh, platforming character than mario was like wario had all these weird abilities his his inertia his strength his ability to transform into things his weird like farts and burps for not to be mechanics in the game. Oh, yeah, you um, did mention this before, actually. I, yeah, I remember looking at this art. Yeah, and I keep talking about it. I keep talking. We keep trying to get Yahtzee to review it. I don't think he's going to, but listen, we're fighting the good fight, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, if you look at Steam, it's got ninety nine percent positive, overwhelmingly positive reviews. That's overwhelming. Um, this is a hidden gem. Well, it's not a hidden gem, but you should play it for hidden gems. Don't forget, if you it's join Patreon, you can help vote on a game for Yahtzee to review this summer. If you want them to check out Pizza think of that. Tower, think about that. Join Patreon for the Pizza Man's. 
Um, the game is great. It's a, it's a it's a tiny team. I think this is a one one man jam. It's made by someone named Tour de Pizza or a group of people named Tour de, <laughs> de Pizza. pizza. <laughs> yeah, um, but it is uh, you you so quickly enter is one of those platforms where I so quickly entered a flow state. It's like the first game since Neon White to put me in that. Oh, let me start this level over. Oh, let me start this level over. Like like I want to actually perfect this. Like it's one of the rare games where I want to get good at it. Whereas a lot of other games, I'm just like, just get it out of my life. <laughs> just, just get me to the finish line. Um, but yeah, Pizza Tower, if any of that sounded good to you, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it. It is uh, $20 on Steam. I think it's well worth the price. I would like them to put it on Switch. It would be a great game on Switch and other consoles. Um, but, but yeah, check out Pizza Tower. This looks uh, so it, chaotic. Like <laughs> It is. It has that Nickelodeon 90s energy to it. Like, yeah. Like Ren and Stimpy, um, like like just genuine chaos. Yeah. Uh, also, really good music, Vinny. Agreed. Uh, and then the last thing was I watched the season premiere of Mando this morning and wrote up uh, a piece on the website about it. Um, have either of you guys watched it yet? I have not gotten no, a chance not yet. yet. Um, it's not Andor quality, is it? No, but what no. is? A few things are. Um, <laughs> good start, yeah, though? Or? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a solid start. It feels like, uh, it feels like a, a repilot. Which is something that like community did as a joke once when when Dan Harmon came back, but it feels very much like they're like, all right, let's get everyone settled back and, and acclimated to like the temperature of the water again. We'll set up the characters again, make sure you all remember them. They'll they'll fight a monster. They'll have a space battle. Grogu will do something cute. Like we want to I mean, set this all up for you. There, there's been some sort of time skip though, right? So the <laughs> we don't know because like John Favreau offhandedly in an interview said oh yeah so when well the big thing was at the end of season two spoilers uh uh, uh mando gives grogu to luke skywalker to go train so luke skywalker mm-hmm. takes man takes grogu baby yoda to go train him um that plot line is not saved for mandalorian season three it is wrapped up in two episodes of the book of boba fett because i think they realized no one cares about boba fett and they were like but what if we make it yeah. Uh, Mandalorian 2.5. So that plot line gets Crap. cleared up there. Okay. Shit, do I gotta watch those episodes of the Book of Boba Fett? <laughs> I mean, this the show just begins and they're just back together and they're just buddies. And, <laughs> and so I think a lot of people are gonna be like, well, I thought Luke took him away, but that was also two years ago. So maybe, <laughs> so maybe it didn't. Uh, but apparently it, he had been training with Luke for two years, which the show makes no sense of that time of that they were apart for two full years huh and that that's when they got them because with that you're kind of like oh man that's been like a long long period of time they're away because book above that may feel like they were away for like a week, a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like i miss my boy i shouldn't have let him go to summer camp um because they weren't even together for anywhere near that time no, it felt like the show. <laughs> I felt like they were the, together. The show has for no like sense of time. Yeah, the show has no sense <laughs> yeah. of time. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And then uh, this episode, the sort of the crux of the piece that I shared was that um, it just feels like video gamey in the way they are setting up a checklist of all the things he's going to have to do. It's like, oh, well, your main objective is X, but in order to do that, you're going to need help from this robot. But to repair the robot, you're going to need uh... this part. But to get the part, you're going to have to befriend this person who doesn't really befriend you. But on the way there, you meet a pirate and that pirate does not like you. And so it's like, it's just like that's, all this stuff where like, in my mind, I could see my objective list in a game and being like, okay, this quest is worth how much XP. Okay. I'll, I'll do this <laughs> that's, that's what's bothering me about the Mandalorian so far. Cause it just, it feels so choppy every time mm-hmm. I've watched it. And like Andor felt 
good. It felt like yeah. it had a good pace to it. And, and Mandalorian has always felt for unless, you know, for a few episodes where there's like a running story arc, but the rest of it just feels like, okay, this episode's about this place. This episode's about this place. And it's like, yeah. there's no running story through it. Are, are we down on the Mandalorian now? Like I know season two had a uh, kind of a divisive, uh, finale like I I thought Luke Skywalker showing up was pretty stupid I, I, I like it I just it's not I've, I've just always like I feel like most of Disney's shows outside of Andor have like a really weird pace and this choppy not like smooth storytelling that normal shows do it just they, they have a weird feeling about them My, I, don't, I uh, can't really I don't know how to voice it too much but uh, something, something I argued in the piece I wrote was uh, when the show debuted in 2019, it was only three years ago, but three and a half years ago, but mm-hmm. it felt like a very different time. It was right after Game of Thrones ended and and it, it ended on a bad note and uh, it felt like there was a void of genre prestige TV. And then all of a sudden this show appeared and it was on Disney Plus, and it was this new thing, and we were like, oh, shit, this is, like, really good Star Wars. And then Rise of Skywalker came out, and it was terrible, and everyone was like, well, at least we got Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Mandalorian's the rocket. If we cut three and a half years later, we've had Andor, which is, like, actually really good Star Wars. House of the Dragon came back and, and sort of did a did a 180 on all the, the problems that Game of Thrones had. Uh, for whatever you think about it, Rings of Power was a big monoculture event last fall and we have the last of us right now which is incredible and mm-hmm. so like we have a like we are just constantly inundated with like great genre prestige tv and that's not to mention all this fucking marvel tv shows that that just won't stop like please let them stop but they won't <laughs> stop um and so I, I just feel like it has more it's gotta it stack up more things to compare it against yeah TV. yeah yeah I mean, star so, wars you expect great things from star wars whether that's true it's supposed to i i I feel like we should just stop expecting super great things from star wars all the time but the thing is and i would have felt no 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 no, i know i know that but i mean like the vast majority of star wars stuff is just kind of okay as much as like i love the original trilogy i really only love like two of the movies in the original trilogy and then the, the sequel trilogy or the prequel trilogy i really only love one of those movies and the sequel trilogy i don't really love any of those movies even though I love Star Wars as an as an entity, I think the pieces of media are like extremely hit or miss when you when you come at it yeah. from like a critical perspective. If you're just watching as a fan, it's all great. But the highs are so high. Yeah, and that's it, true. It feels to me like it's like a uh, it's like a high school kid who who fucking slacks off and smokes cigarettes and skips class and gets fucking C's and D's, <laughs> and then all of a sudden one semester just gets a fucking 4.0. Yeah. And that's what Andor was. Andor was a 4.0. And I'm like, I know you can do this. You are capable of this. <laughs> yeah. So why, so why do I have to keep meeting with your fucking guidance counselor? Because you're too busy spray painting the, the gymnasium and smoking ciggies under May, the bleachers. Maybe yeah. something's going on at home. You know, like we, <laughs> we the parents. I mean, the like, bobs, they lost one bob and they got a new bob. Yeah. So maybe that's the problem. Yeah, they got to yeah, figure I, out their shit. Honestly, for me, like I'm, I'm more comparing like the live action Star Wars shows to the Clone Wars and the Rebels cartoons because those mm-hmm. had yeah, really those good. They're they still, good. yeah, yeah, and they still, I mean, they still have their filler episodes, but I mean, like having filler, like real filler episodes, not like what people wanted to call the third episodes of The Last of Us, but like real filler out of the way episodes in a live action Star Wars show that's only ten episodes long. Mm-hmm. That's when I like the it just feels completely off to me. 
also like filler almost feels like a thing that's just in cartoon DNA. Yeah, I mean you it's have your anime, side you have your like, side stories and you know Yeah. Like, you know, but like yeah, the the cartoons for Star Wars are are peak Star Wars. Like I really legitimately yeah, would rather get more of that <laughs> than live action because it's just I, I won't ruin it. So much better. very cool Rebels fans will see a very cool nod in this episode. Cool. Um, yes. Oh. So so take a keep an eye out for that. But yeah, that's been my big stuff. Yeah. Um Nick, you've been playing it? Well, you, you mentioned Chain Echoes. You almost done with that? Yeah, I, I should finish it up tonight. I think I'm on like the last mission. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, really really liked it. Like The story is really good, actually. Um, it's like pretty invested in all the characters, which is weirdly hard to do for a JRPG. And like uh, this we one... We that term anymore. <laughs> one, guy, <laughs> uh, one, one guy worked on this, and like the fact that like he was able to tie, like kind of wrap up the story in like a satisfying way uh is really interesting <laughs> i don't really, i'm not done with it yet so we'll see how it completely wraps up but like a lot of like the lore that he built is like really interesting and i like i spend time reading more about it which doesn't happen very often for me in games where i'm like i'm just going to get through the main story and check it off and be done um combat doesn't evolve that much throughout it but it wasn't really expecting it too much uh but yeah i mean it's you know about 20 hours into it it's a solid Solid JRPG. If you, you know, if you like Chrono Cross, I think you'll like this one. Hell yeah! Yeah, then uh, I've, I've already talked about Hogwarts Legacy more than enough, so I'm <laughs> done with that game. I'm gonna wrap up wrap up the story. I think this weekend and, and forget about it. Uh, what do you on? What do you on the next? I definitely want to play Well Long next. I think. Uh, oh yeah, that comes out tomorrow. Yeah, right? uh, two or days. Is it Friday? Two days. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think it's the third. Third. The third. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Friday. And it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah, I want to work on that. Yeah, Atomic so, Heart. That's a get. Uh, you still gonna you still gonna be playing the Tom Cart? Yeah, just tune out the dialogue, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that game is short, right? Like it's not like a long it's like fifteen hours. fetch questy. Oh damn, that's much longer than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, how many hours? It's like fifteen. Okay, it's under your well, it's under your. I thought it'd be like college. Well, I was about to say, is it over fifteen or is it under fifteen? Because yeah. well, I, I mean, chat. I mean, there were comments on the YouTube video for Frost Three Mar that were mad that he didn't spend the full forty hours getting everything. But to those people, that's say fuck stupid. Off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah and then uh i'm trying to find my next tv show to watch because i just wrapped up 1923 and bad sisters i got mando hey, to start don't you, say, don't you say it atlanta oh okay i thought you're gonna say edge runners again <laughs> uh, there's also a show called like, I mean, yeah, that that too <laughs> no you start atlanta i gotta get peacock and start yellowstone <laughs> <laughs> stupid oh, yeah, subscription big yellowstone guy and then I like I Yellowstone's gotta, the opposite of Atlanta. And then now I gotta resubscribe to <laughs> I gotta resubscribe. Both in terms of places and <laughs> I gotta resubscribe to MGM Plus now for from I can't I didn't even know that was a thing. thing. Uh, it used, it, we can't it, just it, see Adam Plus is willy nilly behind everything. It used to be Epics and now it's MGM Plus. Oh, I remember you know, Epics. Never once clicked on it though. Yeah, no, nobody <laughs> did. That's why they called it you MGM. You know what the plus. best plus of the week was though? We haven't talked about the best plus of the week. What? during the Pokemon presentation no. announcing the Pokemon Go handheld thing. Oh. And it's called Pokemon Go plus plus. And one of the pluses <laughs> is spelled out and one of the pluses is a plus sign. <laughs> Pikachu's gone too far. I, uh, um, geez. Pokemon is just fucking with us now. They're like, what can we get away I, with? Yeah. <laughs> Don't want more DLC for this game that still doesn't work? Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, mad, I'm as mad as I said I was going to be that they didn't announce a performance patch for saying, hey, give us more money for our broken game. I'm sure Amy's hey. over there steaming. In their defense. No. No, there's no devil's advocate on this. They didn't announce a new game, so maybe they're letting the new game take time. 
Oh, bullshit. I'm just saying. We wanted them to take time. Yeah, that they're going to gonna... exactly that they're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. We wanted it. And we're getting Pokemon sleep, <laughs> yeah. which just makes me very uncomfortable that this Pikachu is going to be talking to me while I go to bed. What? Because what, I am what absolutely going to be downloading it. And what like is Pokemon it Sleep? It is a, it is a game app that tracks how good your sleep is. You would be very bad at it because you're always like fucking tweeting and getting into arguments <laughs> at like four in the morning. Like, <laughs> does it, does it like shock me back to sleep? Uh, no, but oh, it's so like well, you do better. Your then. your Pokemon grow and you get new Pokemon at a rate depending on how good your sleep is. I think you would be bad at it as well, Casey. <laughs> no, I'd probably yeah. fuck this game all the way up. Is <laughs> is this just Nintendo reintroducing the Vitality Sensor? You remember that thing? Pretty much. Yeah, this is less a game and more of like they're trying to make it like a health, like a. So why is like why issues. is Nintendo so concerned with your health and sleep patterns? So that you can stay alive and keep buying their games over and over again. <laughs> if you live longer, also, Donna, <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you, you live long sure. enough, you can buy the hundredth sure version you, of Pokemon Red. You gotta make sure you can fit that ass on all the rides. <laughs> 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 honestly the the optimist in me wants to be like they just want a world that's better for everyone and the pessimist is like maybe they do, do just want you alive longer they want you alive longer to keep buying their games they know you'll be around at 90 years old oh nintendo's re-releasing wind waker for the fifth time gotta play it one more time before i die yeah if all the people who loved and grew up on all of their games die then where will the nostalgia come from? Yeah, the kids don't have nostalgia for Mario. Yeah, we're having less kids by the day. They have to <laughs> yeah. keep those old folks alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta create. You gotta create new new nostalgia. Okay, so the next thing is Nintendo condoms. <laughs> Wait, no, they want you to. They want you to reproduce so you can keep buying their stuff. Condoms with holes condoms in them. Condoms with holes poked. In them. <laughs> <laughs> Wario. That sounds like something Wario would do. Wario. Wario wear me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Much better than the one from yesterday. Well done. Cudlac. Uh, <laughs> uh, for 34 months over on YouTube. Thank you so much, Cut Like 34 months. Holy moly. Which from software game do you think can be adapted into a show? I would like to see a prequel series to Bloodborne. We've we've talked about this before. I want like Dark Souls in the style of like Green Knight. Did you see the preview for Peter Pan and Wendy? No, no I don't want to watch that. It's being, Is it's it being Dark Souls? No, it's being directed by the guy who directed the Green Knight. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> David Lowry, who did the Green Knight, is getting, first off, Green Knight, he probably lost millions of dollars on getting that paycheck from Disney with the Peter Pan adaptation. So good yeah, for him. So then he can go make Green Knight too. The trailer looks incredible. It is yes, it is a Disney live action adaptation. The the new the movie looks beautiful. Like at the very least, like Peter Pan is like super old. Like yeah. so that makes a little more sense. You'd be like, all right, let's reintroduce this character. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I haven't seen the trailer. Uh, I'll check it out. Captain Tink- Hook, Tinkerbell on the volume. Yeah, no, on the volume. He's not going anywhere near the volume. He's from like <laughs> actually Neverland. He took his whole crew to Neverland. He abducted those children and made them go to that far off. He's at Michael, Michael Jackson's old Oh, no. Park. You don't want to go there. It's like one of those abandoned malls. Like, is there going to be a Last of Us episode where they go there? Tinkerbell um, started the pandemic. Oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, watch watch Peter. I don't know. No, I'm not going to say watch Peter Pan. Watch a trailer. The trailer is nice. Go watch a trailer. Mm. Um do you guys have anything else? Do you want to wrap up early? Give give KC a little. I, I like Sideways oh, Hit. Nice. Wrap up early, like it's. Yeah, we're like we're giving you a treat. This podcast <laughs> yeah. used to be like 
65 minutes. <laughs> now it's been like, well, I guess he's got enough time to take a shit beforehand. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I have uh, anything else to really bring up. I've been listening to a lot of Weezer. That's <laughs> there's, tweet. What's, there's, what's there's going that. on there? I, I don't know. I stopped. I really liked Weezer as a teenager. Sure. Uh, the Red album came out, and I loved that album. Like apparently, a lot of folks did not. I was not on that train, yeah, <laughs> but I love that album. Fell off the wagon around then. Uh, but I guess I loved it too much because that was the only album I ever went back to for several years. I would go to the Red album and they'd be like, "Oh, I'm nostalgic for Weezer. I'll listen to Blue Green, uh, Pinkerton, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Only recently did I remember. Oh, has Weezer made anything new? And then check to see that they have literally like 12 to 14 albums since then. <laughs> they, they make, they release a lot of music. A lot. They released four albums last year. It's like they're, they're really? season themed. It's oh, like okay, winter, fall, cool. summer, whatever. So I haven't touched any of that stuff yet. I'm, I'm trying to start where I left off and work <laughs> my way up. They're not all great, but the ones that are good are good. Like really good. Like I'm, re- uh, well, I can't remember the name of it, but Pacific. Island? Pacific Daydream. Like, I love that album so far. I've been listening like, to that. You buy physical for days copies now. of music? No, absolutely not. Who were you, that? What were you looking at on the shelf? Oh, because I, I, I was looking for the album cover to remember the name. So you do. I was looking at my, my monitor's right here. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you just print out album covers, you weirdo. <laughs> that would be Don't weird. Don't you do yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you laminate them after the fact. <laughs> yeah. Nick, we have, we have photographic proof. It's a step removed from taxidermy. How do you you say you wipe everything from your memory in these podcasts and streams? You're a liar. (laughs) I forgot about it until... You only remember things when they hurt me. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Um, The Weezer doing an album for every season thing kind of reminded me of... uh, That seems... That's a very doable goal. I mean, four albums is a lot of albums, but... It's a very doable goal. There was a, uh, an indie artist uh, in the aughts named Sufjan Stevens, and he said, I'm going to make an album for every state. And he did Michigan, he did Illinois, and then he stopped. Depressing. <laughs> <laughs> and like that is an energy I understand so deeply because I made the proclamation that I was going to play every 3D Sonic game That's before Sonic Frontiers, and I played Sonic Adventure One, Sonic Adventure Ooh. Two, and then I stopped. So good call. That's, yeah. that's uh, me with my Beyond the Pixels podcast. <laughs> You've done a couple. You gotta keep going though. No, I did two, and then I was like, I was gonna do four, and then I did two, and I'm like, I've had enough already. I'm done. I'm <laughs> Nick, don't be like Marty and Sufjan. Well, be like Sufjan. He dated Natalie Portman for a long time, so that's be like him. Good on him. Anybody got uh, Natalie that's Portman's probably why number? she left him. Maybe she left him because I would uh, date Natalie Portman. <laughs> he uh, she left him because he uh, couldn't commit to finishing all the states. What happens? Was, like, how do you? Oh, what happens? I'm glad you, you finished like, that sentence. <laughs> There's so many, there are so many, like, what are you, what, North Dakota, South Dakota, are those going to sound different? <laughs> <laughs> One is like hi-fi, the other is lo-fi. Oh, man, what if he did, his, his Georgia album could get wild, hey, though. The whole song about <laughs> West Virginia, so. There is. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great song. Um, I think that's about it. I think we got we got all the super chats, we got all the, the comments. Thank you, thank you everyone in the chat for being great. Uh, Casey. What do you got going on? Where can folks find you? You're going to be back in 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, I'll be back here for Get Jesse to the Greek. There's a possibility we finish that game today, but Ooh. if we do, I do not have a quiz ready. So <laughs> that'll be something we have to do next week, uh, regardless of what happens. Um, but where's he at? Uh, uh, L Hades? No, he, he got out of Hades already. 
I'm not going to remember until we load up the thing. Yeah, because the, 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 the game, the part where you think is the end is not the end. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe. I, I think folks in chat were saying that we were close. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, because they're saying Zeus is a hard boss in that. And I remember him also being like kind of a pain in the ass. So who, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but uh, I have a new episode of my weekly podcast, uh, The Sigma Show, that you can find. Uh, just search for it. Uh, it should pop up. Uh, you can follow my Twitch at Sigma Gears 9. Uh, the VODs are there. Um, should have a review dropping for Wolong tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, like, it'll be done tonight, East. so it'll drop tomorrow. Okay. And Marty and I will be continuing Half-Life tomorrow. Yes. Uh, apparently, we are at the halfway point in that game, and I was like, I, I thought we were getting towards we're the finale. We're slightly <laughs> past the halfway point, according to a long play. So I remember we, we were we were on like a little we were on like a little tower in a lake. That's yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. I fought like a, a sea creature, but just before oh, we like finished. That. Yeah, I didn't like that man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like him at all. Um, and that's all I can really think of right now. Like, but keep keep an eye out. I think uh, I just finished a written piece that'll go up at some point. I think next week or. Uh, when, what is that anniversary? Yeah, when the anniversary is, I think. Uh, well, you'll have a piece on the uh, the anniversary later this month of uh, Smash Bros. Brawl. Right. And so you wrote a piece on that. So um, uh, it's the ninth. Uh, so a little over a week from now. week from tomorrow. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and you guys will see my Wolong thoughts in a review tomorrow. <laughs> Can't be Bargo busting. Can't be Bargo busting. Yeah, but that's pretty much it for me. Cool. Uh, Nick, what do you got going on? Uh, I think I'm going to work on an article just kind of yelling at Hogwarts Legacy about how bland the game is. And I don't know why people reviewed it so highly. <laughs> uh, uh, other than that, uh, just preparing for GDC and Adventures 9 and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. So I yeah. keep telling Nick we got to have meetings and he just keeps saying, I know. And <laughs> I told you next meetings. week or tomorrow. I feel like we should have had meetings several weeks ago. Nah, we'll be fine famous last words um and then uh yeah i shared it earlier you could check out my um my mandalorian review i have a couple other written pieces that'll be going up later on in the week uh and then all those streams we mentioned uh yesterday nick and i will be starting uh max pain three tomorrow at noon central uh then we'll have more sea of thieves and then obviously at night like casey said uh we'll be jamming some more half-life and there is no adventures live this week on friday correct yes no adventures live every other week it's the off week that is in every other week program. So there you go. Um, make sure you go can... fund the Disney streams because those will be every Friday. Dinzy. There you go. Look at us. We got look at our look at our numbers. One, two, three, four. Hey, nope. One, two, three, nine. nine. Sorry, I was paused. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four was so nice though. Uh, so be sure to fund those. Um, yeah, and follow, follow us all. Follow us all home at night on our way to work. <laughs> follow us to the now sign. Uh, everything will be great so for uh, Casey and Nick this was Marty Uh, this was breakout episode number 78 Uh, thank you all so much for joining us and uh, tune back in in about half an hour for Casey and Jesse jamming through more God of War until then see you guys later bye Bye, everybody